HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Rancho Gordo, growing the best and most interesting heirloom beans available. Learn more at ranchogordo.com. It's time for lunch. Welcome to Time for Lunch. This is a place to learn about eating, cooking, enjoying, and sometimes playing with your food. Each episode, we cover a new subject. I'm Hannah Fordham. And I'm Harry Rosenblum. Tune in for food, fun, and flavor. We have a special guest here for lunch today, and it's up to you to guess who they are and what the theme of today's episode is. Are you ready? What shape are you? I'm sort of shaped like a huge rose, but you probably wouldn't call me a flower. Hmm, what color are you? Dark green. Are you grown or made? I'm grown. Are you a fruit, a vegetable, an animal, a mineral? I'm a vegetable. When are you in season? I grow pretty much all year round, but I'm tastiest and most nutritious in the colder months. Hmm, this is a tough one. I can think of a few vegetables that might fit that description. Can you give me a hint? Okay. In the United States, I'm most often cooked over low heat for a long time. I love to braise in flavorful broth with some ham hock or bacon, some garlic, apple cider vinegar, and lots of spices. What do you think, Harry? Ready to make a guess? I think that you're collard greens. I love eating collard greens. Cooked down with whatever other leafy greens I've got around. I really like having collards with mustard greens. They add some nice spice to the mix. Me too. And I really like to put bacon or a ham hock or something like that in there as well. And greens are important for our diet because they provide so many nutrients and minerals that keep us strong and healthy. And collards teach us patience. Some of the most delicious dishes taste better with thyme. Believe it or not, in a lot of recipes, thyme is the most important ingredient. By being patient with your collards while they cook, you can allow the flavor to deepen and become all the more yummy. I also like that they seem to last a long time in the fridge. Whenever I get my CSA, I always look at what is going to be need to be eaten first, like the lettuce or the tomatoes, because those go bad pretty quick. Collards are pretty hearty, and they can last a week or more in the fridge until you're ready to cook them low and slow. 
best dressed vegetable in the market? Collard greens. Though you should see the dress his girlfriend wore. It was radishing. What did the lettuce say to the celery? Quit stalking me. Now it's time for our question of the day. The answer to this question is somewhere in the episode. So, listen carefully. Which U.S. state has claimed collard greens as the state vegetable? Keep an ear out for the answer. Have you had a chance to listen to our episode about peaches? Well, if you have, you might remember our friend Jermaine Jenkins. Okay, hey, I'm Jermaine Jenkins, the chief farm officer and co-founder of Fresh Future Farm in North Charleston, South Carolina. During the first season of Time for Lunch, Jermaine told us a story about how the power of music, community, and honoring tradition helped her peach trees thrive. In addition to growing delicious peaches at Fresh Future Farm, one of Jermaine's most popular crops are collard greens. Um, and collards, um, if you're not, if you don't know what they are, they're like a giant uh, leaf of spinach. But it takes way longer to cook it because it's got a tougher skin um, than, a, than spinach. If there's one thing we've learned from Germain, it's that foods, like peaches or collards, are so much more complex and interesting than you might think at first. The other thing about collard greens is that I learned when I when my um, eldest child was young that you can use a collard green like a Band-Aid. My kid had scratched an infection on their skin. I took him to the doctor, and the doctor was like, well, give it a couple of days. So um, I went home, and my mom was like, well, when we were little, we would either put, like, fat back, that's a whole other story, kids, or collards on a infected space. So I did that and the what was cool is just as the same way that you would cook spinach or like put bacon on spinach for it to wilt, the collard green leaf actually wilted and the infection like uh, decreased. Food is an amazing tool through which we can learn about tradition from our families and communities. One single ingredient or plant can be way more than a tasty meal. So now that we sell collard greens, I tell everybody, okay, you got an infection, you can put a collard green on it. You burn your finger in the kitchen, just wrap your finger up with a collard green right away. It will stop the pain immediately. There will be no swelling. And um, yeah, and the lady came um, to the store and was like, oh, I have an eye infection. Here's a collard green. Jermaine feeds her community, provides an important gathering space at her farm, and is always there to share some wisdom alongside groceries. So yeah, we have um, single-handedly taught people in North Charleston that not only can you eat your greens, but you can use them as a Band-Aid. Thank you so much to the wonderful Jermaine Jenkins for sharing another story with us. We'll be right back with some more fun facts about collard greens after a short break. This episode is brought to you by Rancho Gordo. Over the past 19 years, Rancho Gordo has led the revival of heirloom beans, taking the lowly bean from a healthy but neglected member of the vegetable family to a near superstar status ingredient. From growing the best and most interesting beans available to making sure all crops are fresh and a pleasure to cook with, Rancho Gordo's mission is to encourage cooks to experience and enjoy 
the unique flavors of heirloom beans. Rancho Gordo produces nearly 30 varieties of heirloom beans and lentils, as well as corn, grains, chilies, and other cooking ingredients. You can learn more at ranchogordo.com. That's R-A-N-C-H-O-G-O-R-D-O.com. Welcome back to Time for Lunch. On today's episode, we're learning about collard greens. Collards are part of the same family of plants as kale, broccoli, and cabbage. They're all part of the brassica family. Collard greens can produce small, yellow, edible flowers. Collards are originally from the Mediterranean, but have since gained popularity in many parts of Africa, the Middle East, and the Americas. People have been eating collard greens going all the way back to ancient Greece. Wow, that's a long time. Did you know that collard greens are the oldest leafy green within the cabbage family? These tasty greens are also really good for your body. Collards contain substantial amounts of vitamin K, vitamin A, vitamin C, and manganese, which is an important trace mineral, as well as calcium and vitamin B6. So good for your brain, your bones, your body, and they taste good. Collard greens are the official vegetable of South Carolina. Aden, North Carolina, hosts a collard green festival every year. Maybe we'll get to go to it someday. Ooh, that sounds like fun. The flavor of collards are actually enhanced by light frost when they're growing. So they're especially delicious in the winter. Well, we've been learning so much today, and I'm beginning to get a little wiggly. Are you ready for a dance break? You know it! Thank you so much to Breakmaster Cylinder for the music. Up next, celebrated chef Todd Richards is going to share a bit about collard greens and get excited. It's also about dinosaurs. There are many cool things about collard greens. They're just such a fascinating vegetable to eat, to grow, to cut, to sit there and watch on a daily basis because they're always changing colors. Most people don't know that collard greens don't necessarily start out as a dark green color. They are more like a light green color. But what makes it even more cool is that when you want to act like a dinosaur, and most people don't know this about collard greens, is that collard greens are as old as dinosaurs. Imagine being you know, one of those huge reptiles that used to walk the earth millions of years ago, and you get to eat any other vegetable in the world, and you get to eat collard greens. So if you're wanting to be cool like a dinosaur, right now you can still eat collard greens. Another cool thing about collard greens that most people don't know about is that collard greens are actually cabbage. They're just like any green cabbage you might have with slaw or purple cabbage you might have with slaw. Also like Brussels sprouts you might have eaten at one point in time, those little small green cabbages, Brussels sprouts. 
But collard greens are in the same family as Brussels sprouts. As a kid, I wasn't a big Brussels sprout eater, but I was a big collard green eater. And the reason why is because all that delicious liquid at the bottom of the bowl, my parents allowed me to pick up the bowl just like it was a bowl of cereal and just drink all that yummy goodness at the bottom. That goodness all comes from, you know, collard greens, of course, and whatever stock you might use. And stock is just a big uh, fancy word for flavored broth. And when you have those collard greens and you cook them for a very long time, they become tender. It's just like eating a bowl of just delicious goodness that all comes from the same time period. Like I said before, the same time period as dinosaurs. Another really cool thing about collard greens is the fact that they only grow once a year. Collard greens, after they're harvested out of the ground, they don't grow anymore. So whatever collard green that you're eating, that collard green will never, ever exist again. So you're eating a whole part of history that no one else can consume. So as a kid, you know, when your parents say eat your vegetables, ask them to make you a bowl of collard greens because you can be cool like a dinosaur, you can be green like a bean, and then you can also eat something that no one else in the world will ever be able to eat again. Thank you so much, Chef Todd. You do make some of the tastiest collards out there. And listeners, if you're in the Atlanta area, check out Todd Richards' restaurants. You won't be disappointed. At the beginning of the episode, we asked... Which U.S. state has claimed collard greens as the state vegetable? And the answer is... Collard greens are the official vegetable of South Carolina. Thanks for listening to Time for Lunch. We'll be back next week with more tasty stories. Thanks to Moxie for the jokes today. The show is written, produced, edited, and hosted by Harry Rosenblum and Hannah Forden, with engineering by Liam Werner. Emily Kunkel is our associate producer. Music in this episode was composed by Breakmaster Cylinder, and our fun facts theme was created by our very own Liam Werner. Time for Lunch is a production of Heritage Radio Network, the world's pioneer food radio station. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. Time for Lunch is powered by Simplecast. And don't forget to please stay in touch. Whether you have a joke you'd like to share or an anecdote about going back to school, we would love to hear from you. You can send us your recipes, jokes, or anything else you think we might like. It's super easy to record yourself using the Voice Memo app on an iPhone or just taking a video. You can reach us with the help of a grown-up at timeforlunchpodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to include your name, age, and your address so we can send you a little something in return. Time for Lunch is also supported in part by public funds from the New York City Department of Cultural Affairs in partnership with City Council. See you next week.